What's up, boys and girls, and to all my misfits around the world? I'm your host, Rampage the Misfit, and you're tuned in to Misfit Minded, where I bring you everything movie and music related. Today is Wednesday, October 3rd, and it is the first preseason game home opener for my Bucks, my Milwaukee Bucks, and I'm going to be attending that shortly. But it is also What to Watch Wednesday, so I have a couple of things you guys should check out uh, on streaming platforms right now. So, without further ado, let's get into it. So, the first thing I'm going to recommend you guys to watch is actually a TV show. And it's one that I'm writing a paper on that's due tomorrow night. So, it's going to be interesting trying to finish this. It's about four to five pages long, it has to be. And But I have the Bucks game tonight, and then the Brewers play their first game in the playoffs tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm going to try and get it done, though. And my paper is going to be about the Netflix show Glow, or Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. And I've always heard about this one. This was one of the big, like, Netflix original shows that, you know, they frequently advertise. But I just never watched it. And so, in class, we watched the pilot. And, you know, I think it's it's so hard not to fall in love with the show just based on the cast and just the subject matter. And so... I can't wait to watch more episodes. I I can only speak on the pilot, but I am going to be watching a couple more episodes for this paper. I think at least two or three is what it said. Um, But basically the premise just from the pilot, you have Alison Brie, who is just, I love her every time she's on screen. She's just so charming and just has that energy about her. Uh, I, I loved her since Community. She just has this like innocent, like almost like naive quality that was like so perfect for her role in glow another person who has a huge podcast is mark Marin. he has the wtf podcast and he just has like uh random guests come on you know from actors to musicians and interviews them and so i highly recommend that if you're looking for a good podcast there's bound to be someone that you like on there so check that out but he's on the show as well and he is the coach basically that is hiring the gorgeous ladies of wrestling and he's just like the biggest scumbag like cokehead that (laughs) that you you've ever seen and if you know mark Marin's history you know as well that he was perfect for that role too so and a lot of the other ladies that like are auditioning and in the pilot they don't get as much screen time as Alice and Brie yet, so I can't really speak on them, but they all do a good job. Um, it is a comedy first and foremost, but just like visually, I think it's interesting. The palette of uh, the 80s, they really bring to light with the neon colors. The costumes that they all wear are just hilarious, and that, but they, they pull it off with such conviction. And I was a wrestling fan, but 
you know, when I was uh, younger watching wrestling, uh, the the women in there were Trish Stratish, Stacy Keebler, and they would have some like competitions to see who would be the next lady wrestler would be but there never was like a a whole like coalition like gorgeous ladies of wrestling so i'm interested to see where they take the show um but that is my first recommend recommendation for you guys it is glow on netflix check it out streaming right now My next recommendation is actually going to be one that I reacted to on Stardust, which you can follow me at MisfitMinded on the app. Um, But it's going to be one that came out last year that I didn't get to see in theaters. Uh, And I watched it on HBO, I think it was, but I do think it's expired now. So you'd have to find it somewhere else. I'm talking about 2017's Gifted with Chris Evans, Captain America, and... It's one that, like, I thought in the trailer that I knew what it was going to be going into it. And for the most part, I was right. It's it's pretty predictable from the trailer. It's a sad, like, father-daughter type uh, movie, custody battle movie. But there is actually a lot more than that. And I thought it was charming from... Chris Evans obviously but also the little girl's performance she was just so adorable and you know even though she was being a smart ass the entire time she was doing it because she was so smart uh basically like the goodwill hunting as a first grader and just super gifted at math and just blowing everyone in her class out of water but once you see like her her environment and growing up I think the movie does a nice job of just showing like a child no matter how gifted they are growing up in a poor learning environment you know that can have really dramatic effects on them and so we get to see that it's not the ideal place um, but we do really care for them and yeah this is just a really sad movie I'm not gonna lie so if you're not into that type of thing I understand but I do think that the drama is worth it uh, I will say that the ending doesn't tie things up as neatly as I wanted it to. It kind of just like lingers on a little too long. But overall, uh, and and then there's like a, you know, when they go to court, there's usually like a finale of like resolution in the court case and like they don't have it here. But I still really enjoyed it, and it, it's an underrated movie from last year. You know, I never heard really anyone talk about it, but I think it is worth a watch. Um, sim- like Big Daddy too, which just like w- those type of movies with the relationship with a with a kid and a an adult, and you know how how they have to trust them, and the adults trying their best to you know raise them. It's it's hard, and so it, it really portrays that really beautifully, I think, and. Like I said, the cast is, it, there's a lot of moments of comedy too. I don't want to sell the comedy short that really work and don't feel cheap. So, gifted, go seek that one out. That is my second recommendation. So, my next recommendation is actually one I remember that year people just talking about it but it was really like in a negative light it was like this movie's overrated don't believe the hype 
I don't even know why this was nominated. And I think I kind of got lost in the shuffle of those movies that year. And I just avoided it. And I'm, I'm really regretting it now that I've seen this film. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. It's called The Imitation Game. It came out in, I think, 2015. So not that long ago. And, you know, stars Benedict Cumberpatch playing this guy named Alan Turing, who is very essential in winning World War II. Uh, just being a brilliant mathematician and problem solver and helping decode uh, Enigma, which was like the German uh, codes that they were sending back and forth to each other. And, you know, that, that might not sound very exciting. I, I know I wasn't very excited going into it, but the film does a really nice job of, of keeping the pace up and making the machine interesting when it is just about a machine, but it, it makes the drama around it interesting, I should say, rather. And Kira Knightley, I'm not a huge fan of her, but much like Renee Zellweger in Cinderella Man, which I talked about yesterday, I think she she did a good job of portraying an equally odd character like Alan Turing and, uh, you know, portraying struggles that a female would have to deal with back in the, you know, early part of the 20th century as well as Alan Turing and his character. I don't want to spoil anything uh, if you don't know the story of it because I think it really added a lot, me not knowing anything, especially towards the end. There's one scene that's just really heartbreaking and it, it all kind of makes sense um, with his characterization. And uh, speaking on that, Benedict Cumberpatch is a fantastic actor. Like, don't get it confused. You know, you might see him in like Doctor Strange or something, and I, I haven't really seen him in a lot, to be honest. I, I know he was like Sherlock Holmes, uh, but just not an actor I've seen a whole lot. And so I was really blown away with his performance and what he was able to do because he he did a nice job of portraying someone that's uh, socially awkward and like perceived as an asshole because he has no social skills. But when you're a genius like that, you know that's more realistic to me of how you would be. You wouldn't have social skills. You wouldn't know how to, like, compliment someone or, like, tell jokes. Like, he's just so focused on his on his career and, you know, being being who he is. And But that ended up, you know, making him the perfect fit to decode these messages. Um, and so I thought it was a fantastic movie. Um, it's not that long. It's not like a drawn-out bore you know, I, I know that might be what people think of World War II movies. I thought it was actually really interesting and a, a story that needs to be told. And uh, it does, it's very sad at some moments. And you just, you know, you realize the bigotry um, that still exists today and just how, you know, it's echoed in World War II and, you know, Nazi Germany and us trying to defeat the Germans. So I highly recommend that one as well, The Imitation Game. It was on Netflix, but I think it's gone. You might, you'll have to seek it out in other places. So go check that one out as well. In continuing my Countdown to Halloween series, which I'm doing on Stardust, which you can follow at Misfit Minded as previously mentioned, uh, my countdown to David Gordon Green's 2018 Halloween sequel with Michael Myers. Last night I watched Halloween 2, which was the 1981 sequel to the 1978 classic 
this time not directed by John Carpenter, this time featuring a score slightly different from his original, but one that I think is just as effective. Um, you know, it, it just adds like little elements to it. So I, I like that. Um, John Carpenter I did the music once again. So it was just more of him adding to what he had already, you know, made the first time. And Michael Myers is back along with Laurie Strode. Jamie Lee Curtis's character from the first one is hospitalized and it takes place right after the first one. It opens with the scene, the last couple scenes from the first one. And I actually think this is a really good sequel. I think it's the best sequel that Halloween has in the whole franchise. Just because you get the same characters, Dr. Loomis played by Donald Pleasance, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers is back. And uh, a sequel, a common you know, sequel trope is that it's a lot bloodier, which uh, I don't know how you feel. I, I like that, you know, as a horror fan, it's always good to see that, even though the first one features very little blood, if any at all. I think the sequel benefits from that, uh, just amps up the, it amps up the kills, the number of kills, the, you know, horrific nature of the kills. Takes place in a hospital, which I love because I always was creeped out by hospitals, and I think it's just the perfect setting for a horror movie, so I like that. Um, yeah, it's just, I think it's a great follow-up. The music is very effective. I was, I, this time I really picked up on just the sound effects and how effective they were. You know, there's the drawn out scenes of Michael Myers just, you know, following them. But you also get like, say for example, the broken glass, like you'll hear Michael Myers stepping on or like when the, say the, the fat security guard he's hearing all these boxes getting thrown around and like following Michael Myers and it's just very subtle elements that really work in the long run I think even despite just the more blood being in this one uh another sound I think was was amazing uh when the nurse the blonde nurse gets killed with the scalpel in her back and Michael Myers lifts her up and before she falls her like they look like crocs her crocs fall off and you just hear them clank on the floor and then her whole body drops it's just like the sound effects i really just picked up this time are freaking amazing and i was watching the scream factory restoration of it um which i highly recommend the f the film looks as good as i've ever seen it probably the best i've ever seen it so highly recommend that version if you're gonna go ahead and check that one out and i am watching uh all of the halloweens as i said but these first two were just a treat, you know, obviously every Halloween, I, I try and watch the first three at least, and uh, like I said, the sequel, you got Dr. Loomis back, and he's, he's guns a-blazing, and you just get a lot of the same elements from the first one, just in a wider, uh, I would say wider environment in the hospital, which is already creepy, so Michael Myers, Halloween 2, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing go check it out before halloween this season and not to spoil anything but i am being michael myers for halloween this year so i feel like i have a special connection and the mask i'm getting is actually from halloween too so i i love that film think it's the best sequel go check it out so that concludes what to watch wednesday and more importantly, I have just got back from the first preseason game and got to take a tour of the Pfizer Forum, the brand new stadium they built for the Milwaukee Bucks. 
and I have to say overall it was a pretty good experience give it about a 7 out of 10 for my first time there um, had some minor issues with the food taking a long time I understand though it is the first home type game beer is $10 minimum now um, pretty high even like for the Bradley Center I remember beer being at like 7 7 8 was like the price which is even ridiculous but now it's like 10 is minimum and up from there so that sucked um yeah 20 dollars for two beers it's not good and you know just how the upper level is um you know position compared to the lower level it's pretty steep i didn't like that as much just minor complaints but if i'm talking about just like the look of it how uh, everything looks brand new and the technology is pretty crazy and I can't wait to you know see the Bucks officially play there when it's sold out and packed I feel like I'm gonna have a, a very different outcome so I did buy a couple of things too I got a Giannis jersey and a new um like a key what do you call it lanyard for my keys so I had a good time though I can't complain you know um so yeah like I said that concludes what to watch Wednesday I'll be back for throwback Thursday tomorrow follow me at misfit underscore minded on Instagram and misfit minded on stardust and enjoy your mind trip and don't trip on your mind until next time peace